Well, again, I just want to continue to say thank you to all of those who are helping to put our worship services together, both here online and in person. Uh, we had special music this morning from Bob and Kathy Eden. Uh, we have our praise team who has been offering our music and song leadership for all of our services. Um, Gary Brubaker, who has been putting our musical uh, selections together and editing and uh, and putting things together there. Uh, Jody Brubaker, who has been recruiting our uh, musicians and um, our special music. Kathy Eden was our liturgist this morning. Uh, we have uh, folks who have been working as greeters and ushers in our in-person services. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for all of the ways that you have been offering your gifts and your skills and your talents and your passions uh, to help with these worship services. It's so appreciated. And if there's a way that you'd like to offer something, um, if you have uh, a hymn that you'd like to hear or sing, um, if there are uh, particular, uh, if you'd like to be a liturgist or if you'd like to learn how to edit or put things together, um, we, can, we can help and make sure that uh, you, can, you have all that you need to, to make that happen. So again, thank you so much to all of those who have helped to put these together. Now, we are um, in the second week in our series on uh, living the questions, talking about some of these questions that we have to, for, or about God, or faith, or religion, or church. And some of these questions that you hear may not be yours. Maybe it's not a question that you've ever thought of or ever had yourself, um, but chances are good that you probably know someone who does, or perhaps there's someone in your life that may not be comfortable asking these questions, or maybe that's even you. Maybe you're not comfortable asking these questions uh, because you think maybe you're the only one or that no one else could possibly have wondered about these things before, or I've been in church my whole life, should I have questions by now? And the answer to that is of course, we always have questions. Um, I had a mentor of mine who reminded me that when we stop asking questions, that's when we start to, we should start to worry. Because if we think we have it all figured out, well, we don't. And so we ask questions and we wrestle with them together. And I think that's the faithfulness is wrestling with the questions together. And sometimes we won't come to the same answer or the same response and that's okay. I do think the faithfulness is in working this out and listening to the ways that God is speaking to each of us. So we'll wrestle with these questions both at 9.30 here online and at 11 o'clock in our parking lot service. So last week we looked at how do I discern God's messages? This week, how do we know who has it right about God? Does God discipline or what's God's judgment? Why do bad things happen? And when is the end of the world? So this morning, who has it right about God? Would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
Well, um, I think it was about four years ago when the movie Moana came out. Um, and when the movie came out, I was shopping with my nephew. He, he's seven now, so he was about three at the time. Um, and we were shopping and we passed by, in the store that we were in, we passed by one of the toy aisles, which had um, just tons of uh, Moana merchandise. And on the end cap was the, were these like big, um, giant Maui figures. And so um, we walked past and I was like, look, that's Maui. And my nephew looked and he goes, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Aunt Missy, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And Missy, no, it's not. Let's just go look at something else. And so we walked away and I was like, what? All right, fine. He's three, remember that. So then we walked past again as we were circling around um, and he looked at the, the Maui figures and he goes, still not it. Um, and as we walked away again, I went, oh my gosh, I think I just lost a debate about a Disney character with a three-year-old and I'm not wrong. So we walked back by one more time um, as we were circling before we headed out of the store and we walked by again and I stopped and I said, that is Maui. And you can't argue with me about it because I have seen the movie and I know that it's Maui and I know what the movie is about and that is Maui and this is the end of the story. And then we left. And I felt real satisfied with myself because I was like, look, everyone, I just defeated a three-year-old in a debate about what a Disney character is and is not. I win at life. Okay. So then later that night, we were having dinner with my sister, um, and I was recounting the story with her, and we were laughing about it. And my sister said to my nephew, um, why didn't you think it was Maui? And he kind of looked at her funny, and he said, I don't know who Maui is. And Missy said that was Mommy, and it's not Mommy. And then I was like, oh my gosh, we were arguing about not even the same thing. He thought that I pointed to the Maui character and I said, look, that's mommy. And he was like, no, it's not. And so we were having this debate and this argument and we weren't even arguing about the same thing. And I still won, but it, we weren't even, I didn't win, whatever. Um, but we weren't even talking about the same thing. But we were both going to prove that we were right. Even though... I guess technically we were both a little wrong. But how do you know? How do you know who has it right? Well, especially when it comes to faith or especially when it comes to religion and about God, who has it right? Because um, as, of, uh, as of, I guess, this morning, um, it says, uh, according to... So who has it right? Because, especially when it comes to God, because um, there are nearly 4,300 organized religions in the world. 
And that doesn't include denominations or, or different sects of religions. It also doesn't include the unorganized religions either. So you have like the Abrahamic faiths, which are the, the three Abrahamic faiths are Judaism, Islam, and Christianity, because we all trace our roots back to Abraham. And we separate at different points, but we have the same origin. And of course, there are different world religions like Buddhism or Hinduism. Um, and in 2001, apparently Jediism became an officially, officially recognized, organized religion. Well, and then there's, so if you've got even just the 4,300 different, different organized religions around the world, um, that doesn't include the different denominations of even Christianity, um, now, the first split in the Christian church came between the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church. And um, when the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church split, um, they were just known as the church at that point. Um, but the Orthodox Church is like, all right, we're leaving and we're going to be called the Orthodox Church. And this was like a total slap in the face because Orthodox means right. So can you imagine leaving a church and being like, guys, I'm going to start a new church and mine's going to be called the right church. So that's what the Orthodox Church did. And the Catholic Church responded, well, they responded by saying, well, we're going to be the Catholic Church, which means that we're universal. So you've got like the right church and the universal church. Well, there's certainly been more splits in the Christian church than that. Um, in the United States alone, there's more than 200 different denominations. And even in the United Methodist Church, um, in the past couple of years in particular, we've been discussing splitting or creating multiple new denominations out of the United Methodist Church. And we're not the only ones who are having those conversations either. There are other denominations who are as well. So, which of the 4,300 organized religions is right? And then, which of the particular denomination of that particular organized religion is right? Or are any of them? And how do we know for sure? Now, I'm not going to bash any other religions or denominations. There are particular reasons that I'm not a part of those traditions, and I don't, I don't fully understand everything about them. But there are pieces of, the, of some traditions that help me to understand my faith as a Christian better. For example, Muslims pray five times a day at designated times. I mean, how much more full would our prayer lives be if as Christians we prayed five times a day or more? Buddhists sometimes meditate for hours at a time. And the Roman Catholic Church has preserved rituals from the early church. I am a Christian. I follow Jesus Christ because I believe Jesus is the Son of God, fully human and fully divine. I believe the world rejected Jesus. And I believe that I am a part of that rejection. I believe Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried, and I don't believe that his death was fake or a hoax. 
I believe Jesus rose from the dead, not from his own power, but from God's power. I believe Jesus Christ will come again. And until then, we continue Jesus' mission here and now. I believe in the Trinity, the creator, the redeemer, the sustainer. For me, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I believe that it is because of God's grace that I am loved and, ex and, and accepted. And I believe that grace is given freely. And I also believe that even Christians get things wrong. The church has a dark history of hurting people. Christianity and the Bible and faith have been used to justify slavery or other forms of prejudice. It's been used to justify racism and white supremacy. It's been used to justify wars and torture. And that's not just in our history, but it's also true in our present. In a book called Unchristian, Gabe Lyons and David Kinnaman did extensive research surveying young people who, were eight, who are 18 to 36 about what their views of the church were. And of all of the words that were used to describe the church, none of them were positive. The church is judgmental, hypocritical, too political, insensitive, anti-homosexual, and doesn't care about me. Sometimes the ways that we get things wrong aren't just in our past, but sometimes in our present as well. Now, there is a part of Christianity and our tradition called the apologetics. And the apologetics are um, the religious discipline of defending religious doctrines through arguments and through uh, particular systematic discourse. Early Christian writers uh, defended their beliefs against Christians and recommended to their faith, recommended others to their faith, and they were called Christian apologists. So we have a whole part of our tradition that spends time proving why Christianity is right. But I wonder. If we spend too much time trying to prove why we're right, and if we spend so much time proving why we're right, that does that leave space for us to love someone who may believe or think differently? If we're so convinced that someone else is wrong, will we be open to their experiences or thoughts? If we're so focused on debating, are we even open to conversation? I don't think God needs us to defend God. I think God does a pretty good job of that. And I don't think we can do anything to damage or hurt God or God's essence or God's being, whatever that is. And that's a topic for another day. I do think that we, that we can break God's heart by the ways that we fail to love each other. Our, 
scripture lesson from Malachi says today by against those who swear falsely, against those who oppress the hired workers in their wages, against the widow and the orphan, against those who thrust aside the alien or the immigrant. These are things that hurt God's heart. God doesn't need our protection. God needs us to love God and to love those whom God loves, which is all of God's people, all of God's children, to love each other. And that love changes the world. I have um, these stories that I will share often um, that I call my Panera Adventures. Um, they're conversations that I have or sometimes overhear with people. Um, and uh, uh, they're sometimes surprising and random. Um, they're ways that, that it's connecting with people. Um, and so I was having what I call this Panera Adventure with this, um, this random person who I had met on the street and um, uh, we were just chatting and just talking. And within a very, very short period of time, this random guy had shared like his whole life story with me, um, like everything. And um, that's not uncommon when it's, that's not uncommon. Um, and so um, he finished sort of sharing everything. And, um, and he was like, well, anyway, but enough about me. Um, you know, who are you and, and what do you do for a living? And I said, well, um, I'm a pastor. And he looked at me and goes, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, actually, I really am. Um, I mean, when you look at me, like what part of me doesn't scream clergy? Um, and he sort of like took a breath and I was like, uh-oh, I don't know if I wanted the answer to this. Uh, but he sort of took a breath and he was like, no, but I'm going to tell you why. Number one, when I told you everything about myself, I told you that I was gay and you didn't call me evil or tell me that I'm going to hell. Number two, I said I was an atheist and you haven't tried to convince me why I should love Jesus and you didn't have sad eyes or look at me with judgment when I said it. Number three, no offense, but you're a woman, and I believe women can do everything, but I just don't think that the church actually believes that. And number four, you look normal. Like, I mean, you look approachable. I mean, obviously, since I talked to you. <clears throat> and so I, I took a breath, and I said, well, can I respond to what you said? And he was like, you can do whatever you want. And so I said, number one, you are not evil or going to hell. You are who God created you to be. And I'm glad you're able to live your life and love your partner. And I believe that God celebrates that too. Number two, even if I wanted to convince you that Jesus, to love Jesus, because I do, I think that takes a relationship between the two of us. And that's not something that I'm going to force on you now or ever. And even if we were best friends... Forcing someone to accept Jesus doesn't actually work. And number three, 
I'm proud to be in a tradition that ordains and celebrates women in ministry, even if that's not always accepted everywhere. And number four, I just don't look how you think a pastor should look because of what you've always been taught or seen. But maybe now you'll know that pastors don't always look or act the way that you think that they should. Wow, he said. You know, if I knew more pastors like you, heck, if I knew more Christians like you, I, I might love Jesus a little bit. What if we're so busy trying to prove that we are right, that we don't have time to love one another? Who has it right? Well, what I know that's found throughout the scriptures is Jesus gave us instructions on what to do, to feed the hungry, to care for the sick, and what we do for the least of these, we do for Jesus. And I know that faith is about trust, trusting that God does what God says God will do, trusting in God's grace. Good Lord, I have to trust in God's grace all the time. Who has a right? Well, God knows. And in the meantime, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Love one another, just as I have loved you so shall you love one another. And I think if we can do that well, I think then we've gotten it right. <laughs>